Hi, I'm Dr. Melva, your board-certified radiation oncologist and serial entrepreneur and investor. Welcome to the 1% Code podcast. I help top income earners create multiple streams of income to support the career they love or the one they want to love again. Learn more on the 1% Code podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I am Dr. Melva, your board-certified radiation oncologist, wife and mom of three, serial entrepreneur, and investor, and I help other top income earners create multiple streams of income to diversify their wealth portfolio, to trade those golden handcuffs in for true wealth with a diversified portfolio. So we are discussing the five ways to create more time for your business. This is one of the biggest hurdles that I see other professionals have, and that is time or the concept that I'm too busy, I don't have enough time, How can I build a business? I have a career. Totally get it. I know where you are. And looking back, I started at a very early point. Just I have this picture where I'm like all spread out, all my things on my desk and like my hair is pulled back, like kid probably thrown on me. And I focus on looking for ways to get organized. And I used to spend time looking for tools that would make things easier and Really, if we're honest about it all, those are all nice and well, but there's some fundamental basic things that you're probably not doing right now that would allow you to have more time in your business. So who wants to find out those five ways to create time for your business? All right. Number one, you have to maximize your energy. Okay. So I think about this as far as one, I'll say as a lot of us as healthcare professionals and other top income earners, we give a lot of our highest energy, highest impact time to the main career. And I think that's one of the first pitfalls is that when you're looking to create multiple streams of income, you have to be intentional about making that decision that you're going to maximize your energy and distribute it fairly, right? Like be fair to yourself when you think about energy. So what does that mean to maximize your energy if you don't understand? So One, let me ask, how many of you are clearly aware of when you are your best? Okay, so is it, are you a morning person? Are you a late night person? Are you super productive on the weekends? Is it midday lunch? You crunch out a lunch and get a lot of things done. One, you have to know where you perform the best, where your energy is the highest, what the situation is. And two, you have to plan. I I call it plan for your power. For example, I rearranged as much, I'm a, a radiation oncologist. I rearranged my clinic schedule week. And I think I did a live on this in the group, or if not, it's on a podcast, so that my best energy was used to its maximum efficiency in my job. And then it also overflowed into my break time. So I thought about the days, how I organized it, how I could use my lunchtime, after hours, before hours for work. And that's really what you have to do in the beginning while you're still working full time in your career. So Low energy times, you're going to do things that take low energy, right? Like you don't have to be 100, 110%. So some of the routine tasks that you haven't outsourced yet, if you haven't caught that part, you need to. Versus when you're high energy, you want to get your most productivity out. And you'll find that it takes a lot less time when you're doing things at your high energy levels to get those things done. And the other thing with the maximizer energy is that, again, I think we're giving it to the career. Just being honest. You're not going to create time for your business if you don't plan around your power. So let me know if that helps you. We're going to go into the second one. And and the other thing about the Maximize Your Energy is, and I think I talked about this before, but look at the activities that you have planned. So if it's business, for example, I I talked to two tax specialists today. 
not like one of my favorite things to do when having a business, but one was a, a paid consult I did outside of my regular CPA. And I talked today earlier about outgrowing your team and the need to do that. So we did a 30 minute consult, paid consult. I called the CPA who I'd kind of interviewed before in the network. And I said, how much can I pay you to take these strategies to you to work with it? And it wasn't in a high energy time for me, but I didn't need to have high energy at that point because it wasn't based on my expertise. Does that make sense? So it's like, if you're going to schedule a meeting and things aren't surrounded around you and, and your skill, you can put that in a lower energy time. But like this morning, I'm super productive in the mornings. Like I get up at 5, 5.30, even on vacation weeks. Sometimes I don't, but for the most part I do. I scheduled, I talked about the lease agreement for our second Cold Stone we're building with a leasing agent. I did that at a 10 o'clock time. I was off today from the main job because I needed brain power. So even though he was the expertise, we were making a huge financial decision when you're doing lease agreements and you know tenant improvements and how much increase you're going to go on your lease and the changes in the surrounding place. This is for our second Cold Stone. So I did that in my higher energy time in the morning because even though I wasn't the expert as opposed to meeting with a CPA, I needed to be my most productive so I could understand that foreign language that is <laughs> retail leasing. Okay. So that's an example of how I've maximized my energy and productivity. So that's maximize your energy. And then the other thing, if you're new at this and you don't really know where you work best and where you get your greatest productivity, start to just pay attention to how you feel, right? And I'm not an energy expert. I know we probably have some of those in our group and they can come on. I can bring them for a live show, but start to pay attention to how you feel when you're doing something. So I learned early on running multiple businesses, having multiple bank accounts, bills, water, electric power, starting things that it drained me every time I did bills. And it drained me so much to the fact, this is when you don't have time because you don't make time for it. It sucks. Like you don't really like it, right? And then, you know, or maybe you'd get a headache after and you're like, I have no idea why I got a migraine. It's because you're doing things that are energy drained. So one of the mindset coaches I've worked with in the past suggests that on your schedule, first you evaluate, okay, this activity is um, neutral or it's a drainer. And you just like color code it that way. So then when you look to create time for your business, things that drain you, you put low energy, high energy, and you get to decide like fairly where you want that energy to go. All right. Number two is, oh, this is a nasty one, right? Deal with the issues that are affecting your productivity. Another way to say that is like, you gotta like face what's really happening. Okay. Can we, can we talk real here? Cause in the 1% Co Collective, if you can't get real talk from me, you're not going to get it anywhere. So you probably know this, so I won't harp on it long, but a lot of our energy and time for our business is null and void because we're not doing what we're supposed to do on the inside, okay? And I mean inside of everything, okay? A lot of you are healthcare professionals and physicians, so you understand the importance of sleep, okay? Are you getting enough sleep? I know the answer is probably no. It's, it's probably this big like break. Either you sleep all the time or you're not getting enough sleep, right? And then are you eating right? So probably for the last three or four days, I've kind of done this sugar detox, and it's a complete like freeing up of brain cells. And it's almost automatic. And every time I don't do or I go off, I'm like, what was I thinking? Because I'm able to be so much more productive. Okay. Um, so eating well, sleeping well, let's talk about toxins. Okay. And I don't mean the toxins that you're putting in your body. I mean, the ones in your life. I mean, the toxins in your environment, in your marriages, in your relationship, you have to deal with those. And if you say you don't have any, I feel like you're not being honest with yourself. I got that out there. 
Okay, let's go on to happier issues. You're going to find more time when you deal with the time wasters, time drainers, energy drainers in your life. Okay, you got to deal with those issues. So if you're not eating right, you're not sleeping right, you're not around the right people, you're not in the right relationship, you got to address it. Okay, there's therapy for that. There are self-help books for that. There are groups for support for that. Number three, you have to fuel your why. Okay, so you're going to find more time for your business. And the key word here is constant. It's constant. You have to have a constant reminder of why you are creating time for your business, a constant reminder of why you're making the sacrifices to have oftentimes a high income earning career, but also take that time to create additional streams of income for yourself. You have to have a reminder because otherwise you forget and you don't have a reason to keep going when you are, for example, not feeling your best, when you just need a break, when you're burnt out and you find out like you've ever seen that you know, that diagram where it's like the the miner is looking for diamonds and he gets right there. And before he gets there, he like quits. And then you see this gold mine at the end, like you are almost there, but you have to constantly remind yourself of why you're doing this, why you're interested in, you know, what is it about the 1% Code Collective? What is it about the messaging or things that I've done that have just like resonated with you where you're like, you're right. I don't want to just have a wealth portfolio based on what I do and what I actively do. Right. So, you know, I made money this week on the job because I had paid time off. But what if I was out of paid time off? Because that's happened for me before too. <laughs> what if I cashed in all of my vacation? I don't know how many of you have positions where you can do that. What if I cashed in all of my extra vacation? I had none and I decided I needed a week to take a break. What would I do then? I'd have to go with my other revenue, real estate investing, you know, artificial intelligence investing, franchise ownership, profits, other streams of income you know, stock market investments, other streams of income to hold me up when I want to do something that doesn't match what's available to me. All right. Number four, reframe your thoughts. Okay. So busy. I don't have time. You know what that really is? And and this is another one of those like sobering things that's kind of hard to say, because when I think about when I really got to the point and it's a constant reminder like you almost catch yourself. And I remember I remember when I first learned about rewriting the story and what story did you tell? When I first heard this example, and you guys have probably heard this before, is it's not what happened. It's how you explain what happened to you. And if you feel like things are happening to you, like you don't, you don't have enough time, you're always too busy, you can't get that done. You have to rewrite that story that you tell yourself, that you tell yourself subconsciously. And to do that, we've talked about affirmations before, either on the podcast or in this group. Um, if you, you haven't heard that one, you have to train your brain and you have to, that's that constant reminder of actually, no, I have a lot of time. I'm just telling myself I don't have the time because it's easy. I've always said I'm busy. And I remember, I remember the point I got in my career, I was probably um, maybe four, maybe like four to five years out being a physician. And I kept saying I was busy. And then I just got tired of being busy. Like, I didn't want to just be busy doing anything that wasn't productive. I wanted to be unbusy. I wanted to be so unbusy that all the things were going around me that were productive without me. And that was really a wake up call for me because I got tired of saying I didn't have time to do it. And actually, this happened to me tonight. True story. So I split appointments. I have two girls, 12 and 10. And the 12 year old has a lot of hair. The 10 year old has some hair. But normally I mix hair appointments with the 10 year old because the 12 year old needs her own appointment, right? So I go tonight, we started like three, we didn't get home until about an hour ago, it's eight o'clock on the East Coast. And she conditioned my hair and then she was finishing, my daughter brought like corn rolls, the, I didn't know they were called lemonade twists, but they go to the side. And she was about to finish hers, it was around six o'clock and I'm like, hey, I, I can go. Like, I don't really have to get my hair done. Like, it's okay. I, I kind of have a lot of things to do. I have to do this live at nine o'clock, you know? 
And my beautician called me on it. And she's like, you know, i.e. self-care. And I was just good with the deep condition, to be all honest. And she's like, no, I want you to get your hair done. I want you to do things for you. And I wanted her to be like, you actually have time. So that's just a personal example for me, because that's one of the areas. And I talked about that earlier in the week on my check-ins in the morning, if you haven't caught those, is that you can find yourself slipping. So that's why you need that constant reminder of self-care, checking in with yourself, fueling your why. Why is it important to not shortcut? Why are you telling yourself that you don't have time for your business? And a lot of that, the story that we tell ourselves is because one of fear We're just scared of what's going to happen. A lot of this is new. It's outside of what we've been trained on, what we're comfortable with. It can be hard. It can be difficult to, like I talked about today, creating a team, where to start, having something that you think is going to work out. You've done all this research and then it just flat out doesn't work. You have the wrong people. So it's hard, but we can do hard things, right? If you ride the Peloton, it's like we always remind each other in that community, like we can do hard things. So again, you're telling yourself this story because it's new, fear, it's hard. And the other one is overwhelm. So when we get to the place of overwhelm in our lives and our businesses and new adventures, we start to just block it. And the easiest excuse is that you don't have time. So reframe your story, rework that, okay? The last one, number five of five ways to create more time for your business is make it a habit, okay? I remember like growing up, the whole big thing was, you know, 21 days to make a habit. And then I think they they changed the psychology and the teaching. But that used to be like my goal when I was younger. Like I used to be focused on, I'm going to do this for 21 days, right? And if I do it for 21 days, it's going to be a habit. Well, yes and no, right? And I know there's a lot of different opinions on making it a habit, what people believe about that. But if you have the other four steps with making it a habit, you're going to have more time. So this means create a schedule that you can stick to. You can have some flexibility, but you need to schedule. For example, I just graduated medical school and my advisor for radiation oncology, it was very competitive at that point. It's changed a little bit because the millennials, y'all are like, we want these specialties where we're not working a lot and we want to make a lot of money. It is very different, right? And reimbursements have changed. So when I was coming out of medical school, applying for residency my last year, my mentor in radiation oncology, he was board certified in radiation, he was triple certified, radiation oncology, hematology oncology, and maybe one other thing. I don't know, super great guy, Dr. Thomas. He told me that I needed to put myself in the position with other people that had things I didn't have, but they had a schedule that made sense for what they need to do. So let me, let me break that down. Basically, I wasn't married yet. I got married right after I graduated medical school, the month after, and we had no children, but people with children and nothing against them. I have three now. They were able to come up with reasons or things in their schedule why they couldn't. And I know this still happens today because I I have a lot of friends who are single or don't have kids and they talk about this. It's almost like a discrimination against people without kids, but they would be you know, not volunteering to take up their time because they had to do things for the kids or they had to go to soccer games and they needed that time. So one of the things he taught me very early on was to make it a habit to, you know, at that time it was my studies and my research to get into a competitive field of medicine was to treat it just like it was a you know kid's soccer tournament. Like I wasn't available because I had this. It was that mindset. The same mindset, which isn't a great example as a cancer physician, is smokers. So working, and I, I first worked at Boston Market when I first learned how to drive and <laughs> drove to Boston Market in Charlotte, North Carolina. I wasn't a smoker, but all the smokers got a smoke break. And it was like, you didn't get a, a smoke break if you weren't a smoker. So you know I made sure I had a schedule. I was going to get my break when the smokers got it, not with the smokers, but you get my point. 
Like you have to be creative and look at ways to create time for your business. So when you're thinking about making a habit, make it a habit to put your priority of creating your business first. Okay. So when you see what's working for other people, see how you can apply that to your life, your career and making time for your business. Okay. Create your schedule. And I'll just go through them again to wrap up. So the five ways you're maximizing your energy, you're dealing with issues that are affecting your productivity, you're fueling your why constantly, you're reframing your thoughts around that busy, don't need time thing. And then you're going to make it a habit, okay? And things that are habits for other people, successful people, that's when you can mimic that to apply it to your life, to work for your life. Thanks for listening. And for any of my fellow physicians listening today, I have a free gift for you nine business ideas for busy physicians to get your hands on it just go to melvasfreeoffer.com again that's melvasfreeoffer.com m-e-l-v-a-s-f-r-e-e-o-f-f-e-r.com if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the one percent code podcast please share with others post about it on social media leave a rating and i would love your five-star review